1: Okay, what? Okay, we're ready, bro. Garage Logic Podcast Number Sixty Four, December Seventeenth, Twenty Eighteen. It was seventeen below on this day in nineteen eighty-five. Ooh! But as warm as fifty-three degrees in nineteen thirty-nine. I don't know what the temperature's supposed to be, but we're experiencing a run of beautiful weather. This is brought to you by Fratellone's Ace Hardware Stores. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Reavers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense. Your Mayor, Joe Souchere. This show has a musical theme today. It occurs to me. We're going to be joined by Stephen C. Anderson in just a moment, but I also want to tell you that later in the show, you're going to hear our interview with Dina Martin. I thought it was Deanna, but she corrected me. It's Dina. Oh, okay, I didn't know. And I uh, I had a pretty major interview fail. No, yeah, I... I don't really like your music, or your dad's music, but anyway, <laughs> no, what's going absolutely on? Absolutely, was worse than that. Yeah, I said, did you ever record "Baby It's Cold Outside" with your dad? And she paused and said, No, that would be creepy. <laughs> And it didn't occur. Of course, it would be. and yes. I, It just uh, was an interview fail
2: on my part. Well, but you know what? Understandable because, as we find out, she
1: did record uh, stuff with her dad. Yeah, so but I just, thought that was a fairly but not that song. Not that song yeah. that yeah. kind of. She was fun. It. She was interesting. Oh, good. I mean, she grew up in a house where Sammy Davis was sitting in the kitchen at the kitchen table.
0: I mean, that is, I mean, how much fun would that be? Hey, Sammy, it's uh, beautiful,
1: Dana. But uh, let's give Stephen a call, right. would you please? Yes, uh, We've had Stephen on before. He's a friend of mine. His, his concert tomorrow night at the St. Paul Cathedral, that would be Tuesday, December 18th. Uh, I got to think it's already, the tickets are spoken for. But he's an extraordinary pianist, and he's got quite the lineup of guest performers. This oh, year, perfect. This year, so wanna, he's
0: he's mixing in some uh, some other performance. I want to
1: ask him if he'll do, "Baby, it's cold outside." Probably not in the cathedral. Oh man, right?
0: the cathedral. That would sound pretty. De- Whatever he plays, though, sounds wonderful in the cathedral.
1: And I've said this before about him. If You might not know who he is, but you've heard him play if you live in the Twin Cities. He's he's just been one of those guys in the background, and but he's uh, he's recorded six albums. Right. Is yeah. are we ready? We're we're set to go. Stephen C. That's me. Are you going to do I'm "Baby It's Cold Out"? Are you going to do "Baby It's Cold Outside"?
3: Absolutely not. <laughs> and it's not because I don't think it's a darling song, and I've followed the whole controversy. But you know, at the cathedral, we're going to stick a little closer to traditional songs.
1: I understand that. Now, are you uh, trucking in your own piano, as in years past?
3: Just this morning, the 1,200-pound Bosendorfer safely landed on the cathedral altar. Tell us who's joining you tomorrow
1: night. If this this sounds like an expanded—this is your fourth year, but this one sounds expanded.
3: Yeah, this time we, we, we landed uh, just a powerhouse vocalist named Robert Robinson. Right. And he's got just a soulful touch. i uh, got Nate Wilson on violin. Charles Ash on cello, and my favorite is always the, uh, the Cathedral's Children's Choir. It's just, I don't know, I think there's like maybe 50, 60 of them. Because mm-hmm. kids singing Christmas, it always just touches my heart.
1: Now, how many will it hold for your event?
3: Uh, well, capacity, if you were like sardines, is 3,000. Right. I think we're going to get comfortable around 2,000. Okay. And, and are tickets still available? They are. If you go to Eventbrite and just put in Stephen C., that's an easy way to find me, or just Google Stephen C., it'll hit my website, and it's easy to get. I kind of joke about selling free tickets, but they've been moving well.
1: Well, why Why is it free? Uh, I, I applaud you for that. I, is that a charitable instinct on in your part, or, or explain that to us?
3: Well, it's interesting, because the first time I did it, I simply wanted to share the experience, of because I recorded the Christmas album there, Christmas Beyond, with people, and that one just Freaked me out because 2,500 people showed up. And so when the kids kind of said, let's do it again, it just became a tradition.
1: Of, of offering it for free.
3: Yeah. And so we do a, you know, I'm, I'm rolling the dice and doing a free will uh, donation. Uh, somehow we got the weather right for tomorrow, 40 degrees. And so I think we have a good crowd. And you love that room, don't you? I'm obsessed by there. I go jogging. I meditate, pray. I just, I'm, you know, I'm, I live just like. Blocks from there, so I just love the cathedral.
1: But explain, explain uh, the audio qualities to us. Why, why, why do you so prefer that?
3: Well, you know, when it's into like the dreamy piano Christmas music, it, it boasts an eight-second reverb. Yeah. And I learned early on that you don't play against the cathedral; you play with the cathedral. So you kind of want to listen to that, and it it kind of slows you down.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's got to be fascinating.
3: I I have yet uh,
1: to attend one. Well. What are you doing tomorrow night? I, I think you might see me. I think that would be great. Oh, it, the, the it, it, but I have sent people to it, close people,
3: and oh, they've yeah. come away raving about it, just absolutely I raving. Could, I could even forward you an email saying, I heard you on Glass Logic and came to the show, and it was wonderful. And so we're hoping songs like Joy to the World, Little Drummer Boy, are not offensive in any way.
1: No, no. What is your view of... Uh, uh, of the fact that a song, uh, in my estimation, an innocent song like Baby It's Cold Outside, we're doing a daily segment on it. Uh, I know. Uh, why, wh- what in God's name is wrong with
3: people? I don't know, and I think it's exactly what you said. It's power washing. Mm-hmm. Later on this week, I'll be at my kid's school uh, leading the sing-along. We're going to sing Rudolph's Red-Nosed Reindeer, and nobody has any problem with that.
1: I would hope not. There's no, there's no problem to be had with it. Uh, <laughs> later on in today's show... Uh, We're going to play an interview I did this morning with Dina Martin, Dean Martin's daughter. And uh, he had a big hit with it in 1959. And uh, she said her father and Jerry Lewis and all the Rat Pack pals, they'd be incensed at the idea that this somehow had become controversial.
3: They would basically like a black swan. They'd be like, no way. Right. No. Doesn't happen. Who moved your piano? Who moves it? Yeah, who moves it? Uh, They're called Manny's Piano Moving, and they've been moving my piano. I've had that piano for 22 years. And so, uh, you know, they always give me a hard time going, where's it going now, and whatever. But uh, they got it there, and it's in one piece, and I I hit a few notes just to check it out, and it was like, okay, we're back again. It's
0: funny because the original team that moved it was – Laurel and Hardy's uh, piano movers, but that didn't fare too well.
3: No, it didn't bounce very well down the cathedral stairs. (laughs) (laughs)
1: The great part about that film was those idiots could have driven it up to the alley behind the house.
3: (laughs) I know, I love it.
1: (laughs) Uh, What are your recording plans coming up?
3: Well, I uh, I got a new distribution partner known as Time Life, and so I've been really busy doing a lot of catalog recording for them. I'm thinking that we're, there's a rumor out there of a new Christmas album for 2019 yep. in a more upbeat kind of medley or mashup style. Right. So we got we got a lot of plans for 2019. Uh, and you're staying incredibly busy as usual. Yep. And playing live, playing church, and uh, one of the absolutely feeling-blessed musicians here in the Twin Cities. Is
1: this event tomorrow night one of your
3: f- the favorite event of the year for you, or top five, yeah. or how would you it's, rank it? No, it's number one, because okay. so many people show up, and it's kind of like a homecoming of sorts. Mm-hmm. And the cathedral likes it, because we're able to bring in an audience that might normally not go there. We don't check any catholic cards or anything they say come on in and so it's a real welcoming type of event
1: see that's why the free part amazes me because catholics never pass up a chance to find a dollar
3: right <laughs> <Great>. exactly yeah
1: <laughs> well best of luck to you it's fantastic well, and uh love talking to you and i love the fact that you uh have safely tucked your piano up there by the altar
3: it's all safe and i'm loving the podcast and uh we'll see if we can get you a plug tomorrow
1: all right thank Let's, you uh, joe put him on hold we want to talk to Stephen off the air no, just don't briefly. hang up steve you got it all right just a minute what do i hit
3: uh, just
0: hit hold okay yeah. come hold. on You can okay do- oh, I, did look it. At that. I did it Wait, i did see? it i can do it
1: speaking of that where is it speaking of that uh downing noted uh joe was trying to search his email reavers was trying to help him rookie said record this at home folks Hey, Rook, it's a podcast. It's a recording already. Ouch. This rivals his, they'll come right to your house and clean your chimney remark. This was uh, uh, hour one of Monday, December 10 at the twenty six twenty three mark. Hey, folks, record this at home. You can't. It's already recorded. Fail. It's a technology deal, isn't it? Uh, just a minute. What's this? Okay. Okay. Uh, just want to clear up. Oh, uh, we still will have our uh, Baby It's Cold Outside segment today, but Dina Martin will be part of that. Uh, Doug writes, I received a Christmas card for some friends who visited Cuba this past year. They saw countless vintage automobiles, and while riding in a 1957 Chevy, my friend asked the driver where he gets spare parts to keep the car running. He said, easy, this car is a Honda engine. But boom boom Oh, dang. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, also, I listened to last week's podcast when you discussed the recent nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What is your take on '70s rocker Ted Nugent? I guess his conservative beliefs have kept him out. We're gonna have to ask Height that. We'll ask Height. Yeah, is his music? Uh, Height cannot join us today, but I've saved the uh, the nominees, and. Uh, well, he's got the trained
0: ear, the trained history, so he would and, be better.
1: And
2: based upon email reaction that we received over the weekend, yeah. We better, uh, we better have height here every time we do the rock and roll. Thing.
1: Why, were we lambasted? Hell, a little bit. What?
2: I,
0: I, I think maybe our amateur status yeah, it, yeah, uh, that's it, That's, it wasn't that's a better state, thing, I, yeah. I don't
1: consider myself uh, an amateur when it comes to rock and roll. We you we were in the
0: industry, that's true. You were in the industry.
1: When you're accompanied
2: by uh, Moron number 1 and 2 without right. John.
0: Who is Roxy was my question, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. I didn't know who
0: that was. That's right. I thought it was a gal. It's a band. That's so, right.
1: Well Not not really. Right. No? We got a big fail. All right. Just a moment, please. Just a moment. Joe Suchere here for Federated Insurance. I'm not a math guy, but here are a couple of numbers that should get your attention. 2,440,000 injured and 35,092 dead. Those are National Safety Council vehicle numbers from 2015. Federated Insurance reminds us that these are much more than statistics. These are family members, friends, and neighbors. Distracted driving continues to be an epidemic, but unfortunately it's not the only factor in vehicle crashes. It could be this way. A driver is running late making a delivery and is speeding. When traffic came to a halt from road construction, the driver can't stop in time and strikes the rear of another vehicle, causing a four-car chain reaction and multiple serious injuries. Ask yourself, do you accelerate when a traffic light turns yellow? you decrease your speed during bad weather or in road construction zones? Do you make a full stop at stop signs? The National Safety Council reports nearly one-third of traffic fatalities occurred in speed-related crashes. Think about that and don't become a statistic. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's their business to protect yours. <laughs> again uh, steven c anderson yes he can tickle the ivories as they say he's got a
0: whole selection of music that we need to tap into for for bumps he's going to send me an email that is he one said thing. yes please use as much as you can of my stuff
1: i always wanted to do is learn how to play the piano you know what we we can't do this year that we would be starting it today. Charlie Brown can't do our Charlie Brown Vince Guaraldi <sighs> music. I know. How do you bum me out? I don't again? like these podcast rules. I really don't. <laughs> well, I want well, them we need changed. abide right by now. them, of course. No, but... I, I want them oh, yeah. changed. <laughs> Thank God
2: you have the patience to wait for. for
1: right. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you mean patience? This is this is podcast number sixty four. I want music. I told Legal he's a bad waiter. I'm so a waiter. gotta well. get on this here. You yeah. have the. Uh, do you have the uh, audio of the uh, Irish gal trying to make a snow angel? I do now. All right, just work. a moment, though. Just a moment. No. I got a note from, uh, from Jim who writes, uh, looking to buy my wife a gift from RF Moeller for Christmas. I've been wanting to support them as a thank you for supporting you and wondering if they're running any specials through GL. Well, here's what you need to know, Jim. It never hurts to go into an RF Moeller jewelry store and mention you're a garage logician. But don't worry about specials. The treatment you get is yes. going to be the best in town. Uh, they're the best three jewelry stores in the, in, the, in the metro, the state, the region, the world, the universe. They've been doing this for 67 years. This is a great, great week to visit any RF Moller jewelry store, Ford and Cleveland in St. Paul. Uh, 50th and France in France and Edina, Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis. Just an extraordinary selection, uh, plain and simple. And this is the season for expressing love. You're not buying a garage door opener, people. You're not buying a vacuum cleaner you're buying something that will stay in the family and get passed down from generation to generation. You can visit any of these three stores and they'll help you find a gift that expresses your love and kindness. RF Moller uh, jewelry uh, is uh, at uh, uh, Highland is the flagship station Ford in Cleveland, 15th and France in France and Edina, downtown Minneapolis and a great website rfmoller. Calm.
0: And you're right, you're not buying a vacuum cleaner, but with any RF molar product, you can, like Joe, go into a dark
1: closet and uh, and admire it like you did, did with Kirby. I did have a relationship uh, with a vacuum cleaner. I, <laughs> right, I really right. don't know if there's anything Freudian to be explored. No, there or no not, not at all.
2: Speaking yeah. of molar, too, by the way, we uh, we just wrapped up our campaign to sign people up for the Friday broadcast that we're doing. At you're Sunday not letting Curry. him in,
0: are you? Uh, any molar is invited because they're a sponsor. So, oh, that's yes. true. But yeah,
2: somebody true. there is going to win a five hundred dollar gift certificate to RF Molar. Well, then we got to let him in. And another one is going to win a well, five hundred dollar like- gift certificate to Fratelloni's Ace Hardware stores. It's
1: not like the
0: Gestapo is going to be there with right. halt. Do you have your papers?
2: Right. So, uh, <clears> those of you that are wondering that are listening to the podcast today, uh, it the, the the registration has now closed. We will be notifying winners starting this afternoon. Oh, good. And. Uh, Holy
1: crap, did we get a lot of feedback.
0: Yeah, and you know what? We'll be doing a, a much, many, many, oh, many more probably, of these. So, so don't, don't be other excluded. No, don't, yeah, don't, not don't, a problem don't, at no, all. Don't
1: don't get any ideas about taking the podcast on the road. This we is are? A, this is a one-off.
0: We are available for sponsorships. No, no, yes. no this Vince's is a one-off.
1: Laundromat. This is one-off. Right, let's go. No. Fred's Construction,
0: what do you need? A picnic table? You need some steps. <laughs> yes.
1: Say, an emailer alerted us to uh, a delightful... Uh, Unfortunately, it's a video, but we also have audio to accompany it. It's a woman from Ireland visiting her Irish relatives in Boston. And the Irish woman is sent outside to make a snow angel, apparently having never made one before. And I think I have to set it up, don't I, Rook? Yes. So people will understand. that. And so you see the woman go out into the front yard, deep snow, and they tell her, okay, now lay on your back and make a snow angel. And she doesn't know how to do it. Oh come on! How they do you say not? they say wave your arms. So she lifts her arms above herself <laughs> and starts waving. Right. Not and they say no, head. no, put them down and put them forward. She puts them straight out in front of her. Hold
2: on. Y- uh, yet to touch the snow. Right. I, I was helping Rook, so I didn't hear if you said this. She,
1: she wasn't hammered, was she? Or I don't are think we so. Assuming so since I don't she's Irish? think so. But she absolutely failed to grasp the concept. <laughs> yeah, She gave the incomplete pass. <laughs> yeah. In he never touched the snow. As
0: opposed to putting it on the ground.
1: Yeah, and then she sounded. She looked at one point. She looks like a football ref saying incomplete. Right. Yeah. You know, with her hands abo- yes. her hands and arms above the snow, <laughs> pointing towards the sky. And, and here, here are buddies, her buddies. Your relatives uh, attempting to straighten her out.
4: Well, Claire Jones is getting cabin fever. All right, Claire, I want you to go. Oh Jesus!
1: Come on. What happened? I wanted me to well, log Claire in. Well, Claire Jones is on. getting cabin fever.
4: Know. All right, Claire. <clears throat> I want you to go, oh Jesus, going all the way over to the left, over to the left, into the garden.
1: Yep, you can do it.
4: And I want you to go on the flat of your back and do a nice big snow angel, a good woman. Oh, now go there, she's lighter, flat do on back to keep moving your back now. Oh, that she way. Lifts her arms right. straight up in no. the no, air. No, no, not that way. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and make snow angel. Bring your arms, slide up your down. arms down. No. No. She was no. in the air. She's, she's laying in the street? Down. Look. As if you're waving.
3: Like
1: that. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Incomplete gas. pass oh, again.
4: Claire. In, in the snow. Stop. In the snow. No. The idea she's... is that you're making the wings in the snow. You're an angel. So pull the snow down to your legs like. There Yay. you go. There we go. go. Now okay. she just go looks like, down, like a plow. She's down. Swimming. No, don't.
1: Okay, the bed? now you stand
4: up and you get to look at your snow angel.
1: All right, she we didn't go. do the legs. Yeah,
4: you hope now this will be entertaining.
1: She can't get oh. up. Yeah,
0: she can't He's get Ralph, up. It's Ralphie's
4: little brother. <laughs> Randy. All right, up you get. Come on.
0: Come on, you can do hope it. Up you get. Come on.
4: Oh, geez. Now look at your angel behind you. Sure. Oh,
3: she's lovely. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's lovely. There's no, it's not.
4: You a while, but you got there. Yeah. Oh. Right, come on. Get in and we'll put you by the fire.
0: Get in and we'll put you oh, by the fire. Oh,
4: Lord, help me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. here than we had at home. Is it, yeah? yeah. That's some angel. I
0: could Look listen to those snow. accents. all oh, oh.
4: eventually got it. Look what the. Claire John. She will. How does it feel to have made a snow angel? Well, in it's Boston? just brilliant. Yeah, is it? Different snow from Ireland. In what okay. way? Is it the same colour? <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
4: It's the same color, but it's it's thicker. It's thicker. A thicker. Yeah. Bit like yourself. Yeah. Bit <laughs> <laughs> like yourself. Not... Oh, God. Get in now and we'll put the kettle on and we'll have some of this bread you're after baking. Oh, oh, my God. Put I'd the kettle love to on. be there right now. Put the now.
2: kettle on. All I kept Pauly hearing put the kettle on. after odd chases yeah. was, did he suffer? Yeah. No, he oh,
1: jumped yeah. out three times up, to take a leak. Cut. Got bad news for you, Mary. <laughs> what is it? Oh, Seamus died at the Guinness factory today. Oh, he fell into how. the vat. Oh, lordy, Tommy! Don't tell me he lingered. Well, it took a while. He got out three times to take a leak. <laughs> See, off-site correspondent Kelsey uh, notes a movie made by Peter Jackson uh, is show, being shown today only around the country. It is made from actual World War One footage and has been colorized, Ooh. and uh, it's even been determined what is being said, and that's been dubbed in by the actors. Whoa. Uh, it looks incredible, and according to a guy on NBC this morning, it will only be shown at selected theaters around the country today only until further notice. Why so, today only? Because Jordy is the off-site correspondent. He includes the cities in which a theater is showing it in Minnesota. It's called They Shall Never Grow Old, and it just sounds fascinating. I've seen clips. Okay, it's available uh, in Apple Valley, Edina, Invergrove Heights, Rochester, Shakopee, Coon Rapids, Elk River, Maple Grove, Rosemount, Waite Park, Egan, Hermantown, Oakdale, and Roseville. So I suppose you could check your... uh, Local listings. Local right. listings and find out what. It's called They Shall Never Grow Old. Peter Jackson, uh, he did Lord of the Rings. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. apparently it's supposed to be absolutely brilliant. Absolutely wow. brilliant. how yeah.
0: sad. They Shall Never Grow Old.
1: Right. All right. Uh, we'll be back in just a bit, huh? Yeah. All right. you learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. When did the governor uh, of Minnesota get into the promoting business, the promotion
0: business? That's a weird story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Publicity stunt? I mean, I, I don't see a connection. I said between... there's
1: a music theme today, and he's apparently Governor Dayton has talked Garth Brooks into adding a second show. In the Twin Cities, okay, they had a conference call together today. I don't know what would have compelled the governor to worry about this. Well, the first one sold
2: out in an hour, right?
1: Maybe that's, he's that's... just
2: looking at, hey, more business. People will go down.
1: To, I don't know. The governor's office said at least fifty thousand people were online on the phone or online Friday. I'm sorry, were in line on the phone or online Friday when the last ticket was sold. Uh, for the concert at U.S. Bank Stadium. I believe it's in May.
2: I was a guy that missed out, so
1: I was pretty happy to go. Well, did, did you get the second one yet? Mm-hmm. Working on it. Uh, on Monday, uh, today, Brooks announced a second May 3rd show at U.S. Bank Stadium. Tickets are set to go on sale for that show December 20, Chris. Mm-hmm. December 20. And they had a 9 a.m. Uh, conference call today. Okay. In 2014, Brooks held, I did not, I forgot this, he had an eleven-show run at Target Center. He did something similar back
2: in ninety-eight, ninety-nine. I remember because I was. Do you know what he sold? You oh, know how many tickets he sold in twenty
1: fourteen at can't Target even Center? imagine. Two hundred and five thousand.
0: We got a lot of country twangers
1: in people, this town. Yeah,
2: people love him in this market. <coughs> wow.
1: Two country stations. I got to tell you a little inside story. Yeah. Have you noted that uh, Neil Young's coming to town for three performances at three different theaters in Minneapolis in January? Okay. And I would dearly love to talk to Neil Young. Right? Yes. So I spent some time over the weekend talking to a friend of mine who might have knowledge of how I can book okay. Neil Young. Yes. And my friend uh, is aware of my reputation okay. uh, as a notorious Which denier. One? <laughs> well, oh, as yeah. a notorious uh, denier. I don't deny that the climate changes. Right. I, I deny any efforts made by governments to expand their role by dreaming up I almost swore there Ooh. by dreaming up new taxation and whatnot. Right. And my buddy said, you know, uh, he he's a tough one to get for an interview. What he really likes to talk about is only the things dear to his heart. And right now that's railing against fossil fuels. Okay, And my buddy said, check out uh, this story uh, where he recently threatened to pull out of a Hyde Park show in London next summer. He's going to perform there with Bob Dylan. In okay. Hyde Park, but he threatened to pull out uh, when he realized the sponsor was Barclays, which has a role in fossil fuel extraction. And he said, I will not perform there if that happens. And they backed down. Barclays is gone. He won. That's how, that's, you know. wow. So Neil Young has himself a voice. in the foot, though, with the sponsor. And, and so I texted my buddy back, well, I guess then I'd have to ask Neil how he intends to get to London next summer. Yeah. Because he sure as hell isn't going to walk. a short interview, I think. See, he's another one that can't <laughs> lecture me. Yeah, it's right. It's not It's not right. going to be a good I mean, fit. click. At least you got that out of him, yeah. you know. Can't
2: thank you enough. Can't right. thank you enough yeah. for dropping yeah. in, so, Neil. Anyway.
1: So I think I think that uh, what we're seeing is mm. that, you know, based on your what you perceive to be uh, an interviewer's political leadings, you, you, I will have a hard time getting a guest like Neil Young. Because – I I couldn't sit here no. for an hour with Neil Young and let him babble on about uh, it rail against the use of petroleum. How do you fly around the country, Neil? How are you going to fly to Europe? Be a really fun debate, though. How many homes do you have, Neil? I mean, come well, on. That's what, but that's what would be.
0: Compelling. I think he has a home in Hawaii. Does he row over there? Does he row a boat? That would be compelling, but he, he would won't have to go answer for those it. questions. Well, Wait a, a minute. Go no, for
2: it. Rook's Rook's onto something. Hmm. Instead of yeah. angling it of. I want to have you on to promote the show. You say, I don't care about the music. That's exactly what I want to talk about. I guarantee that's a better shot. Well,
1: the, we're not giving up yet. My buddy uh, intends to put me in touch with his publicist. Ooh. Right. And, well, what else has he got to do? He's here for four days in January. Come on over, Neil. Meet the fellas. Right. I'd love to talk to him, but 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 I would ask him that. I mean, if he starts that rant, I'd have to say, uh, Neil, let me, let me ask you something. How are you getting to London? Right, you know. He he would become a, a member of the category that I'm not going to allow to lecture me. He's got, well, to his credit though, he's trying to convert a great big Lincoln Continental into an electric car. But he's been a car guy all his life. He flies around the world. Uh, I don't know why why he would uh, be so comfortable condemning fossil fuels. When he absolutely needs them as much as the next person. Well,
0: you've got to keep up the. I mean, it would be wonderful to have him on and just kind of slide into.
4: Pants on the ground.
1: <laughs> that Jimmy Fallon?
4: Hands yes. on the ground. Looking like a fool. With your on the You know my friend that I was texting oh, with about God, this? he's so good
1: at this. He, uh, he provided a great uh, phrase that he had heard used to describe Neely Young. Hmm. The supreme alley cat. Doesn't that capture his oh, voice? Oh, the supreme alley the cat. The supreme alley yeah, cat Yeah, that cool. fits. God, I'd love to talk to him. I, I really, I feel like I've known him for 40 years, 50 years.
0: I know, years. But, but see, the way you debate... Is you don't shout people down? Well,
1: I'm not
2: gonna. I,
0: no, that's the. I mean, that's that's what's enticing because you say if your if your way is so great, just explain it to me. We don't have to shout. Well, and
2: much uh, like Governor Dayton, you two couldn't be more opposite from the political spectrum. Yet you guys have had a number of civil discussions.
1: And you know, Neil Young lost his house in Malibu due to the fire a month ago, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but he's got other places, and uh, and I think that's great. He's right. worth a few bucks. He's had a great career. Uh, I just am puzzled uh, by the people who want to condemn uh, the use of petroleum. But just a minute, I got to fly to London first. Well, B as in B, S as in S. It's one thing or the other. And and again, I can't help but notice. I noted again over the weekend. Invariably, every uh, major news gathering newspaper over the weekend had... A uh, uh, some climate change hysteria. <clears throat> excuse me, from the meeting that taking place in Poland. Yep. And then I couldn't help but notice their lavish travel sections, most principally the New York Times.
0: That's a good catch. That is a good catch. Well, what I, travel? Go do this. Spend the jet fuel. Let's
1: go to Italy. Let's go to Patagonia. Uh, let's go to Amsterdam. Fine. How how do you want me to go? You uh, on the front page. You're telling me that that evil human beings are ruining the planet. In the travel section, you're offering me the best flight prices to go abroad. Which is it? Mm. I prefer they keep the lavish travel section and tone down the climate hysteria.
0: (laughs) Good luck with that.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna succeed. I'm not gonna succeed in any way. But it's a wish of mine. In any event, Garth Brooks uh, signing on. it's He'll, just an unlikely
0: pair that the, I mean, I don't know if the governor is a country fan or if somebody said, uh, think of the, that would be unlikely that somebody would put this on the governor's plate and say, uh, we could make a whole bunch more money from Minnesota. Why isn't he doing that for everybody?
1: Well, well, here's the only question that I came up with was, was why would Garth Brooks need any nudging from anybody? If he sees that he sold it out in an hour. Why doesn't he have his people say, hey, you want another show? Right. Supply and demand. <laughs> we need more. I mean, if he sold it out in an hour, he's going to sell the second one out in an hour. Right. So apparently he's demonstrated that in 2014 with 11 nights at the Target Center and 205,000 tickets. But you just wonder, too, with with such a much larger
2: venue at U.S. Bank Stadium, they probably had this planned all along, and we're just seeing how the initial reaction was. Because remember, the, the shows that have been there before have not rece- been received well from a sound quality standpoint.
0: Uh, at U.S. Bank? At U.S. Yeah, Bank. Yeah, <clears throat> It's a tough gig to play.
1: Because it's just, it's not constructed for sound. I'll tell you way. what, uh, on television, uh, as in yesterday with a bright, sunshiny day, that's a, that's a good looking ballpark. It really is. With yeah. that light spilling through yes. in there, it, it, uh, you do get a feeling <laughs> it, of almost being outdoors. I to
2: always tell people that go there for the first time, if yep. it's a day game, you got to wear your sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Especially my, if you're <laughs>
0: My youngest son, my eighth grader, came in after the game had started and inquired, where is the game at? Thinking, is this in Miami? Or oh, is really? Here? Yeah, he was. Because they showed that side of the crowd that the sun was just beating on, mm-hmm. and he was. It tricked him into thinking, is this in Miami or is this here? Well,
1: could you, I suppose they couldn't open the doors yesterday. They would have lost too much heat. But yeah, it was almost degrees. warm enough to have those doors open.
0: Yes, but that would have wreaked havoc with it. If you want to get your car washed, if
1: bring you want to oh. if you wanna go for a walk, if you want to go to the grocery store, just go anytime the Vikings have a noon game.
2: So, no kidding, Yester, this weekend we planned to go see Santa. There's a great store in Chaska called the Mustard Seed. It's there where you go. It's people buy their trees. I right. said, babe, let's go at 1130. Here we go. There was no line. I, I can I can imagine. We walked right in, sat down, boom, I was home by kickoff.
0: And you, you wanted a Vikings win from Santa, didn't you? I
2: did. I asked for
1: it. And the car wash I, I go sandwich. to. I could have told you, I can tell you what time of the day they have a line three blocks long. Mm. But I knew yesterday, went about Sweet quarter to sad. 12, about two cars they had. Why don't you call me? I would have went and had my car washed. You've never had a car wash in <laughs> your life? No. Not even, you've never even done it yourself? No. No. No, the, uh, it's, it's, s- that's new, why they have rain.
0: A new snowfall ought to take care of that. Oh, that's right. Slush, <laughs> yeah. you know, you get that slush on from the roadways, mm-hmm. and it just it adheres to the car and then it falls off.
1: You wonder why your cars have a short shelf life.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. I do wonder that. Yeah, I've been changing oil, but uh, you know, sometimes it's more than oil is what you're saying.
1: Well, along the lines of uh, the dark people ruining, uh, baby, it's cold outside. I have some more disappointing news for you. Uh, coming up about Santa Claus. Ooh. hmm
3: Truth, Justice, and the Sujeret.
1: Dear Joe, Matt, Chris, and John, mm. notably absent in that salutation is Carl. That was Carlos. I mean Kenny. What's it? Kenny. is it Kenny? Kevin. Kevin? He's so busy at the Krabby Coffee How Shop. How
2: busy is well, he? He's so
1: busy that he's never he's never here. And, and uh, the, it was noted in this uh, Christmas letter I'm about to read you. <laughs> garage logic nope. has been a listening pleasure in our home since the beginning. Eric is a dedicated garage logician and the guy. Julia, who does not miss an episode, repeats Rookie's jokes to cheer up her friends and takes pleasure in sending Joe an occasional email. Let us... Also not forget the GL lexicon infused into our six homeschooled kids and spoken by the whole family on any given day. B as in B, S as in S. We love you, but Johnsons are not snowflakes, so quit your whining. We don't live in Liberal Lakes, so get your homework and chores finished. This works especially well with teenagers who fear the guys impending arrival home. Thank God we live far away from the tallest buildings. Put your jackets on. The weather is exactly what it's supposed to be today. We do not look to government as our guide on the service road to life. Look to God instead. Society does not consider life as sacred as we once did, but our family believes in the sanctity of life from conception to death. Finally, to you gentlemen, and the most common phrase we proudly repeat throughout this holy season is, Merry Christmas. Isn't that nice? Very nice. We send our gratitude for continuing GL and prayers for you and yours. We have people praying for the podcast. Right. This is from Eric and Julia, the Johnson family. I've met I met Julie at the state fair. Excellent. Thank you. Well, hang on to your hats. Now what? Survey shows? <clears throat> Nearly one-third of respondents want to change Santa Claus's gender. Gender? That's what I said, Matt. <clears throat> Nearly one-third of people surveyed on rebranding Santa Claus believe he should either be female or gender neutral. Uh, WSYX-TV reported. Uh, The recent survey conducted by a graphic design group found that 17.2% of those polled would prefer the jolly old elf to be gender neutral and more than 10.6% said he should be a woman. 400 people between the ages of 18 and 65 were first asked for suggestions on how Santa should be rebranded. Then the company asked 4,000 people across the U.S. and the United Kingdom to vote on the suggestions. 21% voted for Santa to drop some weight, and 20% would like to see him sporting tattoos. Uh. Instead of the old-fashioned sleigh pulled by eight reindeer, 17% said he should get a hoverboard to make his deliveries, but 23% think he'd be better off traveling in a flying car, and 23% of the respondents want him to use Amazon Prime for transportation. I'm sorry I brought this story up. Leave Santa alone. Let me tell you why I did Uh. What's the name of the company that did this? Um. Uh, I'll find it. Uh, well, it just says a graphic design company. Oh, they're well, they're, they're power washers. What, they're literally they're, they're trying. This, this, is, this was pointless. I, I apologize for just wasting the last minute and a half on this. This is pointless. There, there was what, – what compelled the, the uh, graphics company – uh, unless they're hoping to maybe get some business out of it, what uh-huh. compelled them to to take a poll and hey, do you think Santa should be uh, 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 updated or uh, she, she female maybe uh, gender neutral? What that's power washing,
0: and it didn't gain any ground, did it? it, it people kind of pushed back and said, you know what, uh, that's pretty stupid. Leave Santa alone. What did we have a?
1: Um... Is it any wonder? Black Santa. What was Black Santa? Why not a Black Santa? A couple years ago, we had that. Well, I guess it isn't any wonder that, you know, what the kids in England are now being taught. I'm sure it'll be here. I'm shocked that it isn't. Oh, God, help me. Do I dare? School children will be taught that all genders can have periods in new sex education lessons in a victory for transgender rights campaigners. The advice to teachers was approved by Brighton and Hove City Council as they try to tackle stigma around menstruation. Is that how you say it, menstruation? Menstruation. Uh, the new advice follows a council report that said trans boys and men and non-binary people may have periods, adding that menstruation must be inclusive of all genders. This is news to me. I, I, I didn't know that was possible. No. Uh, You know, no, it's just no, you know what I, you know know what I think about you.
0: It's uh,
1: how the hell are we gonna deal with this? (laughs) I know what's going
4: on. I was
0: looking up Black Santa, yeah, because I wanted to just, yeah, who is it, Snoop? (laughs) But I just, he he doesn't look like he's a warm, uh, there's a story behind Black Santa, and we had it on the air years ago, and I'm trying to find what out what that was. What does that have
1: was. to do with this? Well, I
0: was what still does that on this, have to do I was with... still on the Santa thing. And then well, did, how did your mind
1: work? It can't move <laughs> forward? It's
0: our puffin stuff, or whatever this thing is that we're supposed to be outraged about. You know, damn it, let's go! Release the hounds! Something must be
1: done! Oh, oh my God, help me. Well, can this be... How could this be? I don't... I don't there's a
0: link here. Beaver's is going to tell you how this could be.
1: No, there's a no, link yeah. here, in uh, garage logic. No, no, there's a link. Uh, this would be the same people I'm speaking generally. Yes. Who would obviously believe the so-called science of climate change? Yeah. And yet, aren't they denying the science of an X and Y chromosome?
0: Can't have it both ways.
1: Well. Isn't science pretty clear
0: on? Uh, you don't have a choice on your, your swimsuit science. area. You don't have a choice in science when you're when you when you're hot out of the uh, pocket. You you don't have a. Uh,
1: is that what they call it? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Honest to God,
3: you
0: you know uh, No, you no. And listen, I'm making sense. No, you're, you're not. Don't, <laughs> no, you, you've never made sense. Make. And You're, you're not going to start now. <laughs> you. When you're born, you don't have a choice. Science has determined. Okay. That.
1: Thank you. you. I. Have, I th- right. That
0: was. Cl- yeah, that was clear. That was then clear. Then you have to deal with, you know, the cards that are dealt on the
1: table. But males don't menstruate. To the best of my knowledge. Boy, Yuck. you better
0: get to the doc quick if you are. That's
1: right. That's a bad right. sign. Right. Boom. That's a boom. But. So what are they saying? They're saying uh, that because these people think that they're uh, whatever gender they choose to be, you better acknowledge it. They also apparently can menstruate. That seems like faulty science to me. Yeah, it does. Well, anyway, uh, so what? The, you know what the what the upshot of it is? Uh, that there there will be uh, you get you get additional support from the school school nurse if you need it. And uh, products will be available in all bathrooms for the kids. That's ah. that's basically what it boils down to. Okay.
0: So. Well, I think they are already, aren't they?
1: I have no idea, and I don't want no. to pursue this. No, any further. no, we don't need to. But is it any wonder then that some company would take a survey, wondering what gender Santa should be? We're we're uh, we're really uh, there's a there's a wing of the mystery that's having a field day with gender issues, isn't there? Yes, and to. T- t- to
0: put that survey out there and say, should Santa have tattoos? Should Santa no, have he a should not have nose? tattoos. Uh, they're trying to make Santa represent everyone. But you know what? He already does. I, and you I, don't have to identify with Santa Claus to realize that he identifies and speaks for all girls and boys all across
1: the world. Okay. Thank you, uh, Billy Graham. Yep. Uh, can you tell me this? Have you ever, did you get to the bottom of why you were so obsessed with Black Santa? What, what? No, I
0: just saw the picture of this dude. I don't know who he is, but uh, there is a story behind I'm sure him.
1: there are many places where the kids go and visit a Black Santa. I, I wouldn't mind visiting a Black Santa. What the hell?
0: Well, no, in the Mall of America, I think in, I don't know, two years ago, two or three years ago, had an African-American a Black Santa. Out there for the kids, which I think is great.
1: I mean, if anybody, I've done it. It's a, it's not a fun gig. I've been a department store Santa, and, and oh, that's
0: right, you did a column on that. Once, yeah, and didn't I you?
1: terrified my own children, just absolutely terrified them. <laughs> you don't want that crap. What did you good, say no, to the him? kid, I'd say, what do you want? And the kid would tell me, and I'd say, well, you're not getting anything. You're not getting anything. You haven't been good enough. <laughs> you getting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been good enough. it starts that crying. Time. <laughs> I had-, had to pull down the beard and give him a wink, oh, and say, and say, hey, here hey, we hey, go. Hey, hey, hey.
0: My history with playing Santa was at the uh, nativity daycare. Uh, it was the, uh, the preschool. And for three straight years, I dressed up for a case of Heineken as Santa Claus. And my wife uh, brought my uh, McLaren, the oldest daughter, and three times she sat on my lap and knew nothing. Yeah. The first time she brought Matthew in, uh, Matthew sat down, looks at her and says, why is Dad dressed up as Santa Claus? Don't sass.
1: <laughs> Don't sass. Don't
0: sass. He was sassing already right back then.
1: No. <sighs> uh, uh, you want to get to uh, Dina Martin? Yeah. You Let's you haven't it. heard it, have you? I have not. It's fun. Uh, Dina Martin, the that daughter, happy. Of, the daughter of Dean Martin, and we congratulated her and thanked her. She's pushing back uh, here, here. against the darkness of uh, the people who would ruin. Baby, it's cold outside. So why don't you stay tuned? We'll come back. One and, click away. And I'll set that up for you. Perfect. Is that right, Reeves? I'll set it up? Yes. Where'd he go? Uh, he's out there uh, ready to hit the stop
0: button. When we're uh, done. All right. Uh, he's informing people to go to garagelogic.com. Of course, you've heard me tell you this many times, but we have new podcast listeners. Garagelogic.com houses Greg Holcomb's latest creations in the cartoon strip, which he captures, Garage Logic better than anybody else could and you can find out what's on joe's bookshelf in the author's corner check it out don't forget to rate us on apple itunes garagelogic.com hit it heights